You're listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Pita, and it is that time of year again where we break out because maybe we had a little too much chocolate or alcohol. I know I'm there a little early, or we break up because our boo thing forgot that the V Day was a total you thing. Um, but I'm happily going to send myself a nice box of dark chocolates this year and have a nice little date with the network studios because I'll be here in studio next Tuesday on the 14th. But who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take my guest home next week. You know, have a little <laughs> Valentine's Day fun. We shall see. Who knows? Um, but it's not Valentine's Day yet which means that we have a little bit of time to prepare. And today's guest um, is going to help us or help you spice things up this year um, mm-hmm. with some some hot tips, whether you're single and not looking to mingle or maybe you want to land a second date or just want to get back to second base with your lover. Today's guest is going to help us get there. She is the sex and relationships editor at Cosmopolitan. Please welcome Haley McMillan. Thank you for having me. It's fabulous to be here. I'm so excited. I love, this is probably one of my favorite topics. Um, More so because I like to like, I'm a self-proclaimed matchmaker and I love to just like insert myself into other people's relationships and dating lives and like hook people up and like set people up on dates. So I'm just fascinated with all things love, dating, and sex. Oh, it's horrible. (laughs) I'm not successful at all, but I just love to do it. You never um, know until you try. You never know. When you it's know what? Work I'm out. I'm shooting for the stars. I haven't quite reached one yet, but I'm still going. And just keep at it. I love yeah, it. I believe in my dreams. <laughs> okay, Haley. So before we get started, I like to ask all of my guests. Well, actually, it's something that we started recently, but I like to ask all of my new guests these icebreaker questions to kind of get to know you and and really kind of have a little fun. Okay, let's do it. Let's get into it. Okay, so first icebreaker is, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Oh, I'm sure she has many words. Uh, <laughs> let's see. One a nice way of saying it would be inquisitive. I ask questions. The other way of putting it is sassy. I give people a hard time. So oh whatever God, way it. you want to put it, you can pick one, one or the other. I love. I love both of those. Okay, fun fact. What's one thing about you people wouldn't expect? Let's see. All right. I am a sex editor, so I talk about dating and I talk about orgasms. But growing up, I was so prim and proper. I don't think I said a swear word in public until uh, I was maybe... 18 because, oh, who would do that? Or, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even lose my virginity until the middle of college. And so I think people see me now and they're like, you're so comfortable talking about this stuff, but this is a late in life development. But that's a great development. I mean, hashtag no shame, hashtag own it. I love it. Yes, it's real. It's real. I'm getting it all in now. I'm making up for lost time. I love it. Okay, and this next question I feel is very telling of a person. What is your drink of choice? Ooh, okay. If I'm just at any old dive bar, I just want to get something simple. I will always go for the whiskey ginger. Okay. If I'm trying to class it up, anything with mezcal because I just want to be drinking a campfire. I love that stuff. It's so hot right now. It's the thing right now. So just trying to be trendy with the Brooklyn kids over here in New York. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Most embarrassing moment that you learned from? 
and what did you okay. learn from it? It's impossible to pick only one, but <laughs> let's see. I'm going to go with getting my period in my little Halloween costume no. in high school. I think I was dressed as like Cleopatra or something, something like that. And some guy I was hanging out with apparently saw the stain before I did and starts oh, bursting no. out laughing. Yes. Poor yes, prim and proper Haley. I know. It was mortifying. And that's when I learned that guys are dicks. Just kidding. That's when I learned <laughs> to always carry a tampon with you because if you don't need it, someone else will. Smart, smart, smart. I will, I will make sure I carry a tampon <laughs> with me at all times. You will save someone's day at a certain point. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. Okay. Last question. If you could be mm-hmm. reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Oh, man. Okay. So... Do generous count, or are we generous count? We can. Okay, I'll I'll allow generous. Okay, great. All right. So you know what? I'm honestly, I'm thinking Chris. Ooh, that's a good answer. I feel like so she obviously she's been famous for a long time. She was married to Robert Kardashian, but she didn't have the same scrutiny on her when she was a little bit younger. She got to kind of raise her family without like Twitter blowing up her spot every three minutes. But now she gets to kind of reap the rewards and she's in photo shoots and that girl is making bank and calling shots. So I feel like she's, she's kind of gotten the best of all worlds here. She's killing it. Yeah. I didn't think of her as a contender. I think I I may have to change my answer now. She's technically generous. So it's like, it's stretching it. But what would your answer be? Courtney. Courtney. I love all things Courtney. She's, she's fabulous. She keeps it real. She really does. Yeah. I love Courtney. She's like killing it. I can get behind that for (laughs) sure. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. Are you ready to help the listeners make this V day their best yet? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Okay. First, first question. What's your best advice for preparing for the date? So I feel like I would have a slightly different approach if you've been seeing this person for okay. a while versus it's, you know, maybe, maybe even the, well, probably not the first. I don't think there are too many people going on the first <laughs> date on Valentine's Day, but maybe it's a newer relationship. You don't know this person super well yet, but in terms of prepping for the date, I am a proponent of if you drink either way have one drink, maybe not like three, but if you're doing your makeup or you're putting on your cologne or whatever it is that you do, getting yourself in the mood with just one nice glass of wine can work out to your benefit for sure. Definitely not trying to get you drunk before a date, but one nice cocktail or glass of wine can work out to your advantage. I think that's smart. Do you also think we should eat something before the day? I know that was a common thing where like you eat a little something so that you don't look like you're eating too much on the date. I've definitely heard that. I think anyone who's going to judge you for getting a burger and enjoying it does not deserve to be dating you. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, I'm thinking if, if you, if you get hangry though, if like you're the kind of person who gets really low blood sugar and just wants to kill everyone, <laughs> then yeah, maybe, maybe you have like, have a protein I don't know, bar. an apple with, exactly, have an apple with some peanut butter. You do you, honey. But like, if it's about being judged, then man, that person you're seeing needs to get their priorities straight. Okay. Is what I would say it. about that. I'm yeah. Let's see what else. I am a personal big fan of the predate dance party. Okay. The solo dance party in your living room or your bedroom just to get, you know, your blood flowing a little bit. Maybe you do some stretches. It can sound silly, but it can also drop you back into your body and help you get more comfortable with yourself, which is the main goal before a date. You just want to feel like you're walking into it, feeling like yourself. I like that. Okay, I have a question for guys prepping for the date. Yeah. So is it good to relieve a little tension before going on the date? Ooh. To keep off the sexual edge? (laughs) Well, you know, I think for some guys, this could possibly mean that you are not performing the way you want to be later. Mm. And it depends on whether you think you might end up in someone's bed, whether that's yours or your dates. And you know yourself. If I mean, you I don't always plan time, on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, but if you know yourself and you know the kind of person who maybe needs to save up a little bit of energy, then maybe you avoid that. Okay. Um, but if it's going to calm you down, then that's awesome. Um, I think, you know, honestly, not that we're talking about it, maybe a little pre-date moment with a vibrator is a great idea for the female bodied among us to get you relaxed. So I think you know your body best. Like, if do you, think you that, Yeah, you do you. If you think you might need to save up some energy, then maybe you should. But if you feel like it's going to calm you down, then I think that's a great idea. I have like my whole routine down. So I do a little sex dust because Gwyneth Paltrow talked about it on Goop and I We'll do anything okay. ridiculous Gwyneth Paltrow tells me to do. That's incredible. I have never tried this. How did things change when you started incorporating the sex test into your routine? So I'll be honest. So the person from Moon Juice, which is yes. the company that, that makes the sex test, totally. so she told me that it's not um, that she takes it every morning with the brain dust and and she takes it to kind of get energy because it kind of gets the blood flowing. So for me, sure. it's less of an aphrodisiac. It doesn't really get me going, but it kind of like gets me alert. I don't know okay. if it's putting the blood in the right areas for me, but I mean, <laughs> it's doing something. And then I put on a little um, love oil from Good Clean Love. It's supposed to be like a an oil that has like a an aroma that makes you more appealing on a date. So oh, I put wonderful. a little bit of that on. Um and then I, I do a little more herbs with my sex dust, um, oh, a little more, nice. gran- yeah, in a, in a little a little tonic that I kind of, you know, just to make sure I'm up and on and, you know, I'm putting out some good vibes. You're ready to go. And I feel like any ritual you have, like anything where you say, okay, these are my three steps, whatever it is, is great to get going. Because when you do them, you're like, all right, it's go time. It's sexy time. It's date time. And it gets you in that frame of mind. Yep. Okay. What are your th- what are your top three tips to help make the date successful? All right. So I think this is so obvious, but it bears repeating. Put your phone 
away. Yes. Seriously, put it away, put it on silent, bury it in your purse, whatever it is. I know we've all been out to dinner with friends who think it's enough to put the phone face down and just let it kind of linger there. Don't do this on a date because it is going to be like your third wheel, even if you're not looking at it. If it buzzes or it rings or whatever, and it's just sitting there on the table, it's like, oh, this person's kind of with me, but they're also kind of with the 300 contacts in their phone. That's right. That's how you know the dates. Yeah, that's how you know the dates going downhill if your date has to check his or her phone. Mm-hmm. And just, and, and I, it's going to be tempting and maybe you've done this and maybe you're, t- you know, you as in the people out there, I know you, Zach, would never do this, never. Um, but, but it's, it's, it's just rude, you know, just don't do it. Just resist. You can, you have the power. So do I think it. that Haley one Haley believes in you. I, I believe in you. I am with you <laughs> on this. So I think that one is. Super important. And another one that actually took me kind of a long time to get around to is we're going into dates thinking, oh, my God, is this person going to like me? Am I going to be appealing to this person? You have to remember that you are only responsible for half the conversation, Mm -hmm. right? And are you into this person? Are you even thinking about whether you are? Because I think think for so long when I was younger – Right. I was thinking, oh, my God, I just this date is a success if this person likes me. And I wasn't thinking this date is a success if I like this person. Right. And right. it sounds so obvious, but it's really it can be tricky to get around to that frame of mind. Totally. And I that's funny because I think you always go into a date thinking of, you know, how to be your best self and how to be your most mm-hmm. authentic self and how to be mm-hmm. the most engaged without really ever considering or asking yourself that question. Absolutely. I mean, I think if you were at a party and some girl or guy or whomever came up to you and started talking to you and wasn't that interesting, you would probably, you know, want to get out of that conversation. And it shouldn't really be all that different from a date. But for some reason, when we add the potential for romance, I think we're so much more likely to think, oh my God, does this person find me interesting instead of Hey, you know, maybe maybe this person isn't my cup of tea. That's as much part of the equation as anything else. So I think it's good to remember that. Yeah, and I think it gets you out of your head on a date. Oh, for sure. It's like, am I having a good time? Totally. What a novel what a novel question to ask. Right? <laughs> what? Well, I have to take myself into consideration? Yeah, exactly. Wait, it matters what I'm thinking, but yes, absolutely. And then let's see. So cell phone, are you having a good time? I guess the other thing I would say is try not to make it like an interview. I think that's something that we can fall into when we're feeling nervous, especially is asking, you know, maybe we have these questions we always ask. We ask them pretty quickly in a row. But if something stands out to you about an answer that your date's given, like, follow that. I think that's, I mean, that's one of the secrets, I think, to being a good interviewer is maybe you do want to know all these things about them, but don't just ask them where they grew up and then say, okay, that's great. Where did you go to college? Maybe there's a follow-up question you can ask about something they said about where they grew up and that's going to lead to another thing. 
so it doesn't feel quite as artificial. Smart. Is there, yeah. Do you have like a, a handy list of topics or questions to kind of, you know, in case the, the conversation does die down and there's a little bit of awkward silence to kind of revive it? Yeah, I think it can be good to have like five sort of just semi-memorized in your back pocket. Um, and, you know, I think uh, things that are about your lives now are good. So what was the last movie you saw? What did you think of it and why? Uh, instead of, you know, what, what, what was the first pet you ever had growing up? You want to make these things right, sort right. of integrated into the lives you're living now instead of like bank security questions that, you know, you would be asked if you were filling out a form. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, stuff that's relevant to, to so your current modern day lives. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like that. Okay, so what advice do you have to help us land the second date? Or to land another date? You, I mean, I don't know if it's your first, second, third. For sure, for sure. Well, I personally really like, uh, if we're not ending up in the same bed, I really like when someone checks in to see if I got home safe. I think that first little text is really nice. I think it's thoughtful. It is And it's nice. just, it's, it's like an hour after, you know, whatever, you you parted ways, they text you an hour later and say, I had a really nice time tonight, you know, hope you got home safe, would love to see you again soon. I think that follow-up is wonderful, and it doesn't matter, a girl or guy can, can send that text. Okay, I like that. What happens yeah. if you get the follow-up text, and it, it it's like, okay, okay, so let me tell you what happened to me recently. Okay. I went on a date, yeah. I got the text, hey, I had a really great time with you, like, just like totally talking up the date, and it went well, it was about, you know, two and a half hours. I respond there, you know, we talk about going on another date and then I totally get ghosted. What? And he just, and just, or this person uh, just like dipped out. Totally. And I'm like, what the hell? Like you totally (laughs) texted me and you're like, Hey, I had a really great time. Like I wasn't going to text you back until tomorrow at the, you know, bare minimum because I had things to do. And you went out of your way to text me to be like, Hey, I had a really nice time today. I would love to see you again. No, 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 no. I mean, God. So we are, we're working on this dating story right now at Cosmo and one of the guys who was being interviewed for it said something along the lines of, um, you know, uh, I, I texted this person not because I wanted to see them, just to be polite. Don't do that. Bullshit. Don't, I don't need you don't to. Don't do that. Unless like, you're, you unless I'm, you know, kindness. you know, unless like, I'm grandma and you're meeting me for the first time, then you can be polite. Like, don't yeah. courtesy text me. Like, that just hurts my ego more. Right. Right. That is misleading. That is inappropriate and should not be done. And so I say uh, no to to that move. No, don't follow up if you don't give the impression that you're interested if you're not. Please, exactly. please, please do not do this. And I know ghosting is so easy. It's more common than ever. I you know. just stop texting. But it honestly, it's really, really not that hard to send one quick text saying, thank you. It was so great to, to meet you and spend some time with you. I'm not feeling it, um, but you're wonderful and like wishing you the best. It is not that hard. Yeah, I completely so. agree. I mean, <laughs> or just don't fucking text me after the day. Like, right. Or like, don't be if like, if you're going to hey, ghost me, then like just uh, totally, yeah, don't lead, you know, me to believe that there's going to be another day. Right. Or like commit to the ghost and yeah. like, don't like 
reverse course, like halfway through. Yeah, no, that's 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 a no. We're gonna we're gonna give that a, a big stamp of disapproval. Perfect. Okay, now let's <laughs> let's move into everybody's favorite topic. Yes. Let's talk about sex, baby. Okay, so from the dinner table to the bedroom, how -hmm. can we use Valentine's Day to spice things up in bed? So mainly for, like, those that are in long-term relationships or even long-distance relationships. Talk to me. What can we do? Yes, this this is so important. I think one of the better tips that I've heard and certainly used in my own life is if you are in a relationship with someone, have sex before the date. Seriously, I swear, okay. it changed my life when I'm in a relationship is sort of establishing the expectation that we are going to have sex and then we're going to go out to dinner as like a celebration of how sexy we are instead of leading up to sexy times. I feel like when you're in a relationship and you go out to a beautiful dinner, maybe you have some drinks, you get kind of like a food baby, you come home and you're like, I either Not want to fall asleep yeah. or like watch some Netflix and it is all too easy for that to happen. So I am a big proponent of having dessert first, having sex before you go out to dinner. I love that. I think that's a good one. In terms of spicing it up, I mean, we all know Fifty Shades craze is in full swing now the movie's coming out Did yeah. you see is that one? a good deal i i haven't i've been wanting to see it and now i really want to see the second one and i haven't even seen the first one i feel like you can just dive into the second one without seeing the first one okay because plot is so not the point with these it's so <laughs> it's really not or, I'm, fa- or I'm trying to follow the storyline <laughs> i'm taking notes I'm really invested in these characters <laughs> i know i know well i think what i would say about that is There are some amazing, amazing products out there if you have any interest at all with experimenting with bondage at all, uh, with BDSM, with kink, and you really, you don't need a lot. You don't need like this whole fancy red room of pain situation Mm -hmm. that like Christian has in the movies. I would say go to a physical sex toy shop with your partner. Go shopping. You know, just walk in and then it's the shared experience and the adventure of picking out something that works for you is part of the foreplay. Um, And it can be, you know, maybe if you haven't done that before, it feels a little silly, you feel a little awkward, but you're kind of going through it together and you can laugh about it and have fun with it and maybe ask someone there to help you out in picking what you want. Um, I'm really, I'm loving and I'm not, I'm not endorsed by anyone, but I really love sports sheets. Their line really? of products is wonderful. And they okay. have this, I would say they have this under the bed restraint system where it's just these straps and you can fit them under your bed and you can do this whole restraint situation. Super easy to do and a lot of fun. You can also start a little bit slower and maybe just get some fun handcuffs. Neoprene is a great choice for that. Again, because it's super soft, but also very sturdy. Okay. So take it slow and just go shopping together and see which I'm out of you. Okay, I'm into it. What are you? Yeah. Have you heard of? Uh, I know what was it, a couple weeks ago, Gwyneth Paltrow's jade egg was all over the internet. Oh my! So this is the one right where you exercise your pelvic floor with right. this egg, right? I have not yet had the pleasure of trying this. I will say that a stronger pelvic floor is a great thing. Have you, uh, have you, 
uh, witnessed one of these or no. gotten to hold one or anything like that. No, I haven't. I've just been reading. Yeah, it is intense. And then there's like a whole (laughs) like dildo, like crystal dildos that come with it. Oh, man. For like healing energy for your, you know, your your lower floor. (laughs) Whatever makes you feel sexy, like, and is is safe, obviously, right? your vag or wherever else you're putting it. I am so about it. But it, yeah, I mean, there are some great pelvic floor exercisers out there. So I am not very good at doing my own exercises, but I'm not good at getting to the gym in general. So, <laughs> you know, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> what about, there was a, um, there's an app that you wrote about recently. Um, there's like a toy that like, it gets connected to an app. Ooh, yes. Let's see. Which one was that? There are some awesome... Where you can, um, like, control it from your phone, so if you're not with your partner and you're, like, you know, like, I travel a lot. So... Ooh, yeah. You know, I want to have long-distance sex. Absolutely. So, yeah, WeVibe is doing some wonderful Bluetooth-connected stuff right now. So, totally recommend checking out their line. Um, and there are all these toys now where if you get the app, you can be controlling your partner's vibrator from afar. And WeVibe is one of the companies that does that. And there's something kind of super sexy and futuristic about that. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend giving it a go. And if nothing else, you can laugh over it as, you know, your your partner's on the other side of the room, <laughs> like fiddling with the phone and, you know, changing the intensity of your vibrator (laughs) while you're on the bed. Like that could be a good night too. I'm into that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So are there any new trends that we should be aware of to help help keep things hot and heavy in the bedroom? Mm, Yes. Let's see. I am really loving right now sex toy jewelry. Okay. I think this is so like Vajazzling? present. Um, like what? <laughs> like Vajazzling? That was a thing <laughs> a few years ago. Oh my god! You know what? If you're into Vajazzling, you do you, honey. Do like you, boo. I hope you find someone who finds that sexy. That's awesome <laughs> for you. Um, yes. But let's see. I'm really loving Crave's products right now. They make this beautiful vibrator that comes on a necklace that can make a really good gift. And it's just a vibrator that you wear around your neck. And there's something sexy about knowing that you always have a sex toy with you. So if you're looking for a good gift, um, I think sex toy jewelry, if you know the person well enough, can be a lot of fun. So Crave does beautiful stuff. There's Unbound is a great company. Uh, They just came out with a necklace that is a little vial that you can put lube into. And just wear that, which is just kind of unusual and fun. (laughs) So I'm digging that right now for sure. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun. Okay. Now I want to close things out with uh, a round of swipe left, swipe right. So it's basically a play off of Tinder. So if you're not feeling it, swipe left. And if you are feeling it, swipe right. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. So the first one is having and, and sticking to a drink maximum on a date. So, like, I'm only going to have two drinks on the date or I'm only going to have one drink on the date and kind of sticking to that rule. Okay, swipe right to this. I am into this. I think this is a good idea. I think that you want to be in a place where you are feeling good about 
the um, the judgment that you have of someone in terms of, do you like this guy? Do you really like this person? Or do you like this woman? Do you want to bring them over? And sometimes we all know that, you know, if we have 18 Manhattans, <laughs> we might end up not actually liking the person, but thinking we do. Yep. So I'm, I'm down for this. Okay. I'm down for this. Okay, swipe right. Um, having a solo date, taking yourself out to dinner, or just doing something nice for yourself on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Do you ever go out to dinner by yourself? I have done it a couple of times. Not di- uh, maybe dinner. I know I've done lunch, and that those have kind of been like my best days, where I've kind of just taken like a day to myself, and I'll go to lunch, have a nice salad at one of my favorite restaurants, read a book, and just you know, love I myself. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm. You know what? If yes, yeah, you know what? If you um, ha- have the inclination to do this, yes, I. Usually sometimes a bar when I'm doing this and like I'll have like a burger and like a glass of wine. So I don't know if that counts because you're not like out of, okay, all right, then I'm down for this. Something about like the full table at like a formal restaurant is definitely intimidating to me, (laughs) but I think solo activities are awesome. So I'm going to give this a swipe right and wish I did more of that. Yes. I think we all need to do more of that. Me time is so important. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, V-Day booty calls, do they help or hurt our self-esteem? Ooh, so in terms of you are maybe alone on Valentine's Day and you're looking at your contacts and there's this guy you were kind of on and off with or this girl or whatever and you're like, I'm going to invite them over. Mm, that is that, is like that what me. we're thinking yep, with the booty call? Yep, yep, that's very familiar. <laughs> I feel like ask yourself, like, if if in your heart of hearts you really want this, like, gorgeous, beautiful date and you're settling for some, like, emotionally or otherwise unfulfilling sex, Mm -hmm. I would ask yourself if maybe, like, you would rather just be watching a rom-com on Netflix in your pajamas. Yeah, steak or McDonald's Big Mac? I would say Big Mac. (laughs) <laughs> yes absolutely date night in just you know chill with yourself i like it okay last one no gift rule on valentine's day for those that are in relationships and they're like no i don't want a gift this year you don't have to buy me anything do you think that's mm. a smart rule do you think it's a trap Ooh, i think if it's a trap you need to check yourself uh, I think if you are telling this to someone and you don't believe it, then, like, believe that you can have things that you want. If you are a person who values gifts, then don't do this. Don't mm-hmm. do that at all. Like, tell your person that tokens mean something to you. It's okay to appreciate gifts. I feel like everyone's like, oh, no, but I have to be chill, and chill people don't want presents. Fuck that. Don't be chill. Ask for a present. If you yep. really don't want one, that's fine. But, like, don't try to act cool when really you just want a nice bouquet or you want some chocolates or you want some jewelry. It's honestly, it's totally. okay to be cliche. Totally. All right. Yeah. Last question to close out the show. If there's yes. one piece of advice you wish someone would have given you at 20, right at that, right on the cusp of like, you know, no longer a teenager, becoming an adult, learning oh, yeah. to, you know, just breaking into the real, real world for the first time. What advice do you wish you could give yourself at that age? 
this is a good one. I think with dating specifically, I would say don't try to label yourself in terms of what you want. I think at 20, I was telling myself, you know, you're an independent woman. You, you're, you're always going to be single. And then when I got into a relationship, I thought, you know, oh, you're a relationships person. You really, you know, you really like relationships. I should have stopped trying to do that to myself because I think when you do that, you close yourself off to just the possibilities that are in front of you. I don't think that there are necessarily dating types. I think you just handle the circumstances in front of you and what you're learning about yourself. So I would have stopped trying to put myself in those boxes. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you so much for calling in, Haley. My pleasure. Thanks like for having me. Everybody is ready for Valentine's Day now. Um, is there somewhere they can go to follow you or, or read more articles from you? Yes, absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at HL Macmillan, M-A-C-M-I-L-L-E-N, and find me writing on Cosmo every day. I love it. Thank you so much, Haley. Everybody go check out Haley's articles on Cosmo. Follow her on Twitter. um, And don't forget to subscribe to Hashtag No Filter. And listen every Wednesday on iTunes. If you don't have an Apple device, you can always listen on Stitcher or always at thenetworkstudios.com. Don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. And as I've been plugging lately, you can get my book, When Life Hands You Lemons. Throw them at people on Amazon. Kindle version is only $2.99, so if you're trying to save a buck and have a nice laugh, it's a perfect me date for Valentine's Day, so go and download it now. When life hands you lemons, throw them at people. I gotta go. Later. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. 